اے سننے والو سنو کہ خدا تم سے کیا چاہتا ہے بس یہی کہ تم اسی کے ہو جاؤ ہارکن یہ ہو ایو ایئرس ٹو ہیئر واٹ از اٹ دیٹ گاڈ ریکوائرز اف یو اونلی دس دیٹ یو بیکم ہز الون دیز آر ورڈس ادرڈ بائی نن ادر دین دا پرامس مسایہ علیہ السلام حضرت مرزا غلام احمد دا فاؤنڈر آف دی احمدیہ مسلم کمیونٹی مور دین ہنڈریڈ اینڈ تھرٹی ایئرز اگو واٹ از سگنیفیکنٹ اباؤٹ دیز ورڈس is that if you look around you today, the biggest challenge that we have around us is that more and more people in the millions are leaving God Almighty. The promised Messiah he says, look at the Christian world and look at the Muslim world. Both are deficient in one very serious element. Because Islam teaches us two very important aspects, the love of God and the love of humanity. He says, look at the Christian world. They love humanity. They serve it. They donate. They are there in the forefront. But when you look at their love for God, they have made one into three. They pray once a week, if at that. He says, now look at the Muslims. They love God. They will pray five times a day. They will say every kind of prayer you can imagine walking into the mosque, walking into their homes, so on and so forth. But when you look at the way they deal with their fellow human beings, they are nothing less than savages. They brutally massacre people around them and they have no care in the world. It is these two nations that have such serious deficiencies that it was only through the help of God and the coming of the promised Messiah that these two deficiencies could be removed. The promised Messiah says that he wants us to connect with God Almighty. And at the same time, he wants us to serve our creation, serve humanity. Today I wanted, I know that the day has been long and we have heard wonderful speeches, talawat, nazam, kasida, even the video presentations. Everything was absolutely wonderful today. It gave us a small glimpse into the life of the promised Messiah salam, his importance, his coming. But I want to take you back for a moment. I want us to look back at the fact that Hazrat Musa salam, foretold the coming of a great prophet. We know today that prophet is none other than our master prophet Muhammad And the verses that were recited today discussed that very element. But there's another prophet that was foretold. That prophet was none other than the promised Messiah or the second coming of Jesus. And who predicted that? Of course, none other than Hazrat Isa salam, Jesus. And in fact, when you scroll through the pages of the Bible, new and old, and if you were to stack them on a table, how many prophecies exist with regards to the Holy Prophet Muhammad <laughs> Or how many prophecies exist with the coming of Isa salam? 
you will find that there are far more prophecies in very vivid detail that exist in the New Testament with regards to the second coming of Jesus. I wanted us to discuss some of those today. I want to give you the idea that the same book that every single one of your neighbors takes home has these references in it. These gems are there. They are all expecting these things to be fulfilled, yet they are blind. And why are they blind? Because as Isa salam, Jesus salam says, in Revelation chapter 16, verse 15, he says, I will come like a thief in the night. He says that my appearance will be such that people will miss it. So much so that you will wake up one morning and you will realize the thief was here last night. That means that the Christian world, Christendom, will not embrace the second coming of the Messiah in the early onset. In fact, they will be delayed. And they will only realize His coming after He has already gone. This is where our mission and our work comes into play. What are some of the beautiful signs that He mentioned? How detailed they are? I want to share some with you. Chapter or Matthew chapter 24 is a very nice chapter to read. You will find all of those signs relevant today. And when you read them, you will realize that you have the truth of what is contained in that Bible. And you should take it to your friends and your neighbors. Let me give you an example. Isa salam says, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. And they will lead many astray. He is saying that in the coming time, when the second coming happens, people will come in His name. And how will they be deceived? Because many will come in His name, but only the one true who came in His name actually will be the true one. The others will all be false. They will all be deceivers. And we know, of course, in the history of America, Alexander Dowie was a claimant of a similar status. He claimed to be the third coming of Elijah, waiting for the appearance of the Christ. And he made this announcement so widespread that he became a huge, huge pastor or even a prophet in USA. Now many of us don't know him yet or anymore. Why? Because of his defeat against this Messiah who lived in India. We know that John Alexander Dowie traveled around the world. And one such place was Madison Square Garden. I'm sure many of you heard of this place. He stood at the pulpit ready to give a speech only to be paralyzed. Could not utter a single word. Had to return with his 3,000 army slash police entourage back to the city he created, Zion, only to watch that city crumble and fail. And in 1907, all the newspapers around the US, nearly 40 or 50 of them, highlighted his defeat. They highlighted how he did not accomplish anything. He suffered. He was completely defeated by none other than Mirza Ghulam Ahmad, the promised Messiah, salam, who lived in a small, tiny house, as you saw today, in these tiny rooms 
with nothing, not even a well for water. And yet, he was competing and defeating people sitting in Madison Square Garden more than 130 years ago. Another reference, he says, Jesus says, and you will hear of wars and rumor of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nations will rise against nations, and kingdom against kingdom. Now tell me, look back at the last hundred years. Did we not see nation rise against nation like never before? Did we not see kingdoms rise up against each other like never before? World War I, World War II, how many millions of people were killed and massacred? This is what he was warning us of. He gave us more examples. He says, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Again, have we not seen earthquakes? So numerous, Indonesia, in so many places we have seen earthquakes so devastating. So many people have been killed by the outcome of these earthquakes, famines, disease, pestilence. Have we not seen all of these things created in the last so many years? Then he says, and because lawlessness will be increased. Lawlessness means there's no more faith, there's no more law, there's no more religion. It will disappear. The love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. The Holy Quran talks about this. That lawlessness was found on land and sea and everywhere you can think of. And then he says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Again, he's predicting that at that time, the gospel was only 12 disciples. And he says, no, there will be a time in the future when this gospel will be taken to every corner of the earth. The Bible currently is one of the most published books, most translated books around the world. It has spread everywhere. Again, he's talking about none other than this time. And then, of course, he says, in a very beautiful way, he says, For as lightning cometh from the east, and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. He says the lightning will come from the east and shine to the west. Now, how many of us have seen lightning? Does it go side to side? Does it go east or west? Or does it come from the sky down? Beautiful. So he's not talking about a physical lightning. He's not talking about lightning coming from the sky and down to earth. He's saying this lightning will leave the east and eventually arrive in the west. You know what that lightning is? It is the message of the promised Messiah. It is his disciples. It is you who are here to spread and share the message of that Messiah.
He has so many descriptions of what will happen. He says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. This is the description he's giving of the appearance and the time of the coming of the second Isa Islam or second coming of Jesus. We find, of course, there was an eclipse of the sun and the moon. There are so many signs. Again, need I remind you, Qadian is in the east. And today, we have arrived in the west. And every December, we hear a live telecast or a transmission from Qadian. A beautiful jalsa, a beautiful gathering in which the words of the promised Messiah through satellites, through television, through internet, arrive not only here, but all the way to New Zealand, to places in the Pacific Islands, to USA, New York, Hawaii, name it. These are all fulfillment of those prophecies. And then of course he says, Jesus, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And then he beautifully says, Concerning that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days, before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Here, Jesus is mentioning that His coming, not only will it be like a thief in the night, but he will appear first and then the flood. Just like Noah appeared first, shared his claim, told the world, told his world, that I have come with a message from God, they ignored him. Then he warned them, he said, look, a flood will come and it will destroy all of you. And they continued to ignore him until the day he entered the ark and he was saved and all of the people were destroyed. The promised Messiah in 1889, March 23rd, in that small home in the city of Ludhiana, established that ark. He told the world that if you want the safety and protection of God, you must enter this covenant. And when you enter it, you will be entering an ark, a heavenly spiritual ark. And this ark will protect you. And in his own life, there was a great plague that killed millions of people. And yet, him and all of his followers were saved. And this ark continues even today. We must enter this ark by spiritually aligning ourselves with the message of this Messiah. God told him, I shall cause thy message to reach the corners of the earth. The message of the Messiah. So it is important for us today to come together and realize 
that this Messiah was no ordinary man. His mission was not ordinary. It was on global scale. He is to bring the entire world back to God, not just a small tribe or a small village or a small town. His mission, which extends to us all, our mission is to share the message of the Messiah and reconnect the entire world with God Almighty. As you know that many people will ask you, maybe your friends will ask you, how did Jesus predict about a Muslim Messiah? How is that even possible? Why would he predict about a Messiah from another religion? Again, this is the work of God. In Matthew 21, verse 43, Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruits. He predicted that the Israelites would not be able to take his mission, would not be able to take his words, would not be able to take this great mission on and another people would replace them, none other than the Ishmaelites. Of course, none other than our master prophet Muhammad And it is his servant, Mirza Ghulam Ahmad salam, the promised Messiah salam. Now we find from the words of the holy prophet Muhammad Again, many, many things where he described the coming of this Messiah, who he was and how he would be. To share some with you, he says, I give you the glad tidings of Mahdi, who will be raised in my ummah at a time of distress of the people. He will fill the earth with equity and justice as it is filled with oppression and violence. In another place, he says, when, you're here, when you hear the advent of the Mahdi, it is then enjoined on you to enter into his bed, into his initiation. He says, even if you have to walk on snow by crawling and creeping to reach him. In another place, he says, between him, meaning the Holy Prophet Muhammad, and the advent of the Messiah, there will be no other prophet. The Messiah is bound to come, and when he does, you should promptly recognize and offer allegiance to him. He also says, there is no Mahdi except Isa. There is no other Imam Mahdi except the promised Messiah himself. There will be one. He says Mahdi and Isa would, be, would not be two separate persons. They would be one. All of this again is so beautifully describing the coming of this promised Messiah. We have to understand his mission. We have to understand the beautiful work that he has done. We have to get behind it, not only by reading his books, but by connecting to his successors. We are blessed to have a living and breathing religion. This religion lives today, why? Because there are spiritual guides that are guided by God Almighty today, like, just like before. In the excerpt I read in the beginning, the promised Messiah says, that God still speaks today as He did in the past. He still hears as He used to hear. That is the key. 
if we ourselves are not at the level where we are in communion with God, where we are discoursing with God Almighty, then it is time for us to reflect, for us to follow the mission of the promised Messiah for us to transform who we are. And this is not a one-day thing. This day is only to remind us of the truthfulness of God Almighty. As God continues to guide us, we are so fortunate that God continues to guide us, not only individually, but as a jamaat with our leader, our Khalifa, Hazrat Mizar Masroor Ahmad, Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Asl Aziz. It is our prayer today that God Almighty can protect our jamaat, keep it safe, keep our Khalifa safe, give him long and healthy life, help us to see the victory of Islam around the world so that this entire world can finally embrace true and lasting peace. Amen. I request everybody to please join me in a very special silent prayer for this wonderful day of Masimah Day.